scripture i am jordan shamblin joined by wesley wildman and because this is another special episode we have a special guest in studio with us mari singh welcome to the show thank you thank, thank you for being here with us um again this is a special episode this is closing out our orange letter campaign week it is not too late to send letters uh you can send those to orange at afa.net or you can send the, you can also go to globaloutreach.org as well. And before we get into the details of the Orange Letter campaign, mm-hmm. although many of our audience will be familiar with it, yeah. uh, before we get into that, uh, tell us, Maurice, uh, what ministry you work for, and yeah. then that will help us transition into our connection and what we're trying to accomplish over these next couple of weeks. Sure. Um, w- my family, we're missionaries with Global Outreach. Uh, my mother uh, was the first missionary of Global Outreach. Oh, wow. uh, and she uh, started working with Global Outreach in 1976. And uh, me and my sister are the second generation missionaries with Global Outreach. And we work in Bangalore, India. Mm -hmm. And uh, our ministry is called Look Unto Jesus Ministries. Wow. So really, y'all are um, very much connected, obviously, with Global Outreach. And that's that's really great because we've been partnering with Global Outreach um, for the past few Um, Orange Letter campaigns, and that has been a wonderful experience for us um, to be able to link arms with an organization that is so close to the issue of persecuted Christians, but also the the, the situation that missionaries are in oftentimes overseas and um, and in in the country as well. So we're very excited to continue this tradition. Yeah, and this tradition uh, is an opportunity for you, those that are listening, to partner and to help out without having, with, and we're not asking for funds. You know, exactly. we're not asking yeah. for funds. Mm-hmm. We're not asking for anything other than to write a letter, a word of encouragement right. to those uh, that are serving in other parts of the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, do we have, what are the restrictions as far as, um, well, let me back up. Let me finish yeah. saying this. Mm-hmm. We're also going to hand deliver those. So mm-hmm. you'll write a letter. You'll send it to orange at afa.net. Right. The email, orange at afa.net. We will take those. We will collect them, and then we'll, and then we'll give them out mm-hmm. to missionaries across the world yes. working with mm-hmm. um, Global Outreach. Right. Absolutely. Right. So, what are some what are some well, details? As far I need as to know. yeah, as far as what we're looking for in these letters, I mean, encouragement um, and uh, and uh, prayer is definitely on the top of the list. We don't. I, a lot of people in our, the early days, when when it, this was sort of still kind of evolving, and we were still trying to find out what this is, a lot of people would send volunteer to send advice and um, political advice, and why don't you guys just rise up in your country and take back, you know, sure. from the government? And that's not what we're looking for here, guys. So, so um, if if that's something that you want to do, that there's there's probably another outlet for that. Um, but this we're looking for encouragement. Um, there's a lot of things going on in 2020 right now um, and probably going to continue for a, a while uh, into the next year. So it's a great opportunity for you to think about what these missionaries and Christians um, might be going through and to pray about and encourage uh, those people from that perspective. So, um, And that's why we're interviewing. Um, last episode, we interviewed John Darnell. And this uh, this interview is going to be with Maurice, and that's why we're doing these interviews, and so we can get a we can present a good overview 
mm. of what these what missionaries are going through. So um, before we get into that, uh, Maurice, can you tell us about what you do uh, specifically with uh, Look Unto Jesus Ministries? Um, our ministry uh, initially started out with a ministry for children that are on the mm. streets, and we continue to do that. Uh, we rescue children uh, from poverty, and uh, we also rescue children mainly from trafficking these mm. days. Yeah. And uh, uh, these are the two main struggles that the children on the streets of Bangalore have. Uh, it is estimated that there are over one million children oh. on the streets of Bangalore, our city alone. And so we rescue them and we have a home for them and we give them an education and train them in their area of interest. and. Uh, let them get back into society when they're able to uh, live on their own. Wow. We also have a church planting ministry and I specifically have a pastor training uh, ministry uh, which uh, started out specifically um, reaching out to the high caste Indian mm -hmm. communities. Uh, the pastor training school was started uh, by uh, it, it, it all started when God used me to lead a Hindu priest mm. to Christ oh, a wow. few years ago. Amazing. And mm. uh, there was a domino effect from that where many other Hindu priests be became curious mm. about the Bible. And we started having an underground church uh, where these Hindu priests would gather to learn the Bible. Mm. And now we have a school uh, to train them and a lot of these Hindu priests are back in their own community now wow. uh, as pastors. Yeah. And um, mm -hmm. uh, that's what we do. Well, to help our audience understand, uh, now the orange letters are gonna, will some of them be given back to uh, Maurice to pass out or how is this gonna work? Uh, yeah, I'm sure they'll they'll find their hands and uh, find their way into the hands of people who are like who are able Maurice. to like yes, yes, absolutely, yeah. So that's good. Yeah. Well, I just want to make sure our audience knows what's going mm -hmm. on. Also, to give them a little bit of a background or understanding uh, when you're on the ground mm -hmm. in India, as far as uh, your ministry goes, what are some things you can and can't do? Uh, how do you get around? Is different parts of India different as far as uh, your uh, religious liberties or your ability to? Do the work that you do? Um, no, not really. Uh, the government that we have in India is a, they call themselves a radical Hindu mm. government. Okay. And uh, they're, instead of using the word anti, they call themselves pro-Hinduism. Mm -hmm. And therefore, they are anti-Christian, mm. in other words, in many ways. And they have been for several years, but they have been in power for the last seven <laughs> years now. And uh, it, is, it has not been easy because the government right. is changing a lot of laws over the last five years, uh, making it difficult for Christian ministries like ours to survive. Even some of the biggest ministries in India are taking a hit. Uh, you may have heard Compassion, uh, Compassion International sure. uh, was sent out, and I think mm -hmm. they're beginning to give trouble to even a world vision mm -hmm. and so uh, they're changing laws so rapidly to make it so difficult and uh, we also have another law that has been growing in India uh, over the last few years it's the anti-conversion law mm. uh, wow. which is spreading each state is beginning to adapt that and the majority of India has adapted that basically what that is is if you are caught leading someone to Christ 
you could get up to two years of prison or <clears throat> even be fined over five thousand mm. dollars for doing that mm. and so um persecution is very prevalent uh all these years uh, when i was a a uh, young boy, uh, we had persecution from isolated radical groups, but now uh, we have persecution from the government itself, and a lot of the persecution we face is government-sponsored. Mm -hmm. Right, yeah. Uh, well, that, that's good because I was, um, I, f I feel like I had a, a really bad idea of what was going on as far as the religious uh, environment of India. I, I kind of had the idea that there was persecution there, but it may have been more from just the people, you know, and, and not from the government, but that it, it, it makes a big difference, I suppose, when it, when it's sanctioned and, and lawful mm -hmm. to mm -hmm. persecute a Christian. Absolutely. And you mm -hmm. can be a part of that. Uh, this is just mm -hmm. one example of one person that we're partnering with at Global Outreach that's going to be able to hand deliver some of these words of encouragement. So you can go to, you can write us a letter and send it to orange at afa.net, mm -hmm. write a letter, send it to orange at afa.net. What are we looking at, 150, 250 words? Yeah, uh, I would keep it brief, You'd yeah, about, it brief. about that. Um, and these are words of encouragement. These are uh, words of uh, thoughtfulness. Uh, right. You could even write a prayer. Yes. Uh, anything along those lines, and we would get those to Global Outreach, and they're going to get those hand-delivered yeah. to different yeah. ministries and different um, Christians all across the world as a way as a as a tangible way of us saying that we're thinking yes. about you i mean just think about maurice mm -hmm. and his situation and all the other christians serving in uh india and how we can make a difference in about we can take a few i understand everybody's got busy lives people got kids people got jobs they got bills they got things going on but this is one way we can step back and that afa and engage magazine is going to make a difference with those right. that are serving and sacrifice across our country in the name of Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, over and over um, in past Orange Letter campaigns that we've done, uh, the experience has been very, um, just the idea of being able to extend a hand of fellowship, you know, across the yeah. world. Um, and, and and really, um, for, for those of you who might be sending a letter, it's good for you as well, because we we oftentimes in America, we, we go through our lives just being American Christians and the idea of the church is a very American idea. And so extending beyond that doesn't just occur to us a lot. Right. Um, so it's a good opportunity for you to expand your horizons as to what the church is globally and to not only that, but to take part in that and to reach, a, reach mm -hmm. across the ocean and say, Hey, I'm praying for you. I'm with you. I'm, I'm, shouldering the burden with you as That's well right. as much as I can. Sure. Um, like the Bible has commanded us to do. So this is, this is an opportunity to do that, really. Absolutely. Yep. Um, so, Maurice, ahead. tell us a little bit more about. Uh, so, is it so? Y'all's ministry uh, focused in one particular community? Um, co go ahead. Our ministry is primarily focused on reaching uh, unreached communities uh, for Christ, which is a lot um, in India, right? Oh yes. Like, uh, now, what is it? Ninety-nine point five, probably. Well. Uh, we, ha we have almost, uh, I think, 2% of the population is Christian, out of which only 0.5% oh, wow. of mm. them are Protestant Christians. Right. Uh, but uh, there are a lot of communities that have not even heard the name of Jesus. Mm -hmm. um, it is estimated that there are over 2,300 people groups in India that have never heard the name of Jesus, period. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, when my parents started this ministry, that was their primary vision, and that's uh, the vision that God has given me to continue as well. Sure. Uh, there are a lot of ministries in India that reach in different communities and urban areas, but 
it is very challenging to go into tribal rural communities where they have never heard the name of Christ. And that is our primary focus. Uh, we go to communities that have never heard the gospel. And so many times when we do that, um, we have a hostile response many times because uh, people are brainwashed to right. think that uh, Jesus Christ is a foreign God. Mm-hmm. And with India being a former British colony, uh, they have yeah. used that to manipulate the minds of people as well. Yeah, that, and yeah, also have the combination of the, uh, which doesn't sound as the the pro um, Hinduism too. They don't want that to be in conflict with what they perceive oh, yes. as a, a, yes. a an outside religion. Mm-hmm. So Absolutely, so, yeah, uh, because the Christian faith totally contradicts the Hindu system, the sure. hierarchy of the society where you must have heard of the caste system mm-hmm. that's huge in India, but the gospel speaks of equality yeah. among everybody, and uh, everybody can come to in God. The face. <laughs> yeah, wow. and, yeah, and you know, they're used to the ritual system, they're used to going through the priests to their gods, and when Christian, when the gospel says, no, you can come to God, you don't need anybody in between, sure. that throws the whole system off, yeah. and, uh, mm. and uh, it also makes the upper caste people mad because you can tell a low caste person when you come to God, it doesn't matter who you are. Sure. You're on the same platform. Uh, the, now, the caste system, now that's also, is that, um, that's just as much uh, ritual as it is political, too, right? Oh, yes. Uh, it's a part of uh, the culture, which it, it transpires in every facet of the society. It, it's political. Mm-hmm. And uh, and everything, a lot of things you do in India is based on your caste system, your privileges, uh, your, and marriage. your marriage, your relationships, uh, your opportunities for job mm. with government. Uh, there is a hierarchy based on the caste system. Um, so everything depends on that. Yeah. So we need to play. For, we need to continue to pray and support mm. Maurice. And y'all need to go write words of encouragement and thank you letters to. Orange at AFA dot mm-hmm. Orange at AFA dot net. That's Orange at AFA dot net. We will put that in the notes below. Absolutely. We're collecting these over the next till November twentieth is our mm-hmm. deadline. Yeah. So we're collect we're collecting these all the way up through November twentieth, and we're going to hand deliver those to Christians who are serving across this world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm just listening to to you, Maurice, and it it sounds like I mean obviously in any culture a Christian should stand out, but it really sounds like in a Hindu culture like India has, it's impossible not to as a Christian because there's so many things built into that system where as a Christian, you're suddenly freed from it. You're suddenly freed from the caste system, you know, the, 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 the traditions, the rituals and all of that. And you stand out immediately. Yeah. yeah. And it's a time consuming process. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, again, it's not like in the West, you know, where, when you present the gospel, you present the Roman road and the person yeah. goes through the steps. It doesn't work that way well. because especially in a culture like India, the Hindu religion mm-hmm. and the culture are intertwined together. It's like two sides of the same coin. Yeah. So in many ways, when you present the gospel, um, in many ways, you're telling the person not to be a typical Indian in many ways. Sure. Wow. And so it's a process mm-hmm. and it doesn't happen uh, overnight. I mean, of course, the Holy Spirit supernaturally does the work right, and yeah. leading the person to Christ, but the process is long-term. Mm-hmm. 
And that is where we come in and teaching the Bible, even the Hindu priests that we lead to Christ, they're interested, but the process goes on for a long, long time because every tiny detail of their life needs to be changed. So what would it mean if you're um, serving, and if you're a missionary and you're serving in India like yourself, (coughs) what would it mean to you if you got um, a handful of letters from uh, Christians within the states who are thinking about you? Well, uh, (laughs) words cannot describe uh, how meaningful that is. Uh, Actually, uh, we did receive some letters from uh, this campaign last year, (laughs) and uh, it is extremely meaningful. Uh, I'll say this to kind of maybe shed some light on your question. Um, When I was a teenager, and uh, my parents were in the ministry, and I felt like the Lord was leading me uh, to serve him, I resisted the call mm. for a long time yeah. uh, because as a teenager, I knew the day I make that decision, I'm not going to be one of them mm-hmm. as a teenager. It's important for you to have friends and, you know, yeah, that's your world, uh, grow- being in high school, college. And so it, it was a struggle. And so, but when I did make that decision to come into the ministry and um, uh, you feel isolated, you yeah. feel you feel cast out. And for someone like that, you know, um, and there are many missionaries like me around the world that struggle with that, even though they're a part of a certain country or a certain culture, mm. they feel cast out because of their faith in Christ. Yeah. And um, because of that, when someone like that receives letters from across the world, from believers in Christ, and when we did last year, uh, it does things to us words cannot describe to know that um, the family of Christ is much bigger. Yes. And sometimes it is easy for us to be consumed with the world around us. And when you get these letters, you're like, wow, uh, this is what heaven's going to be one day. We're all networked around the world. Uh, And uh, uh, it's it's just amazing. Well, and I've said this before in our program, but, um, you know, when we go through difficulties in our own home local church and we have challenges, we got to remember too that uh, the church is not the particular four walls or, or a particular location or a setting, but the church is the body of Christ across the entire world. Yeah, absolutely. And um, this is one way we can uh, take a step back from our responsibilities and our um, patriotism here in America and step back and look at the body of Christ across the whole yeah. world. And we can connect with them in this way by writing a handwritten. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, well, you it's can an write. Email. It's, yeah. an email. <laughs> it's an email. It's an email. Uh, you can write a, a thank you letter, a word of encouragement, and just you can put dear missionary at the top because we don't know how many, depending on how many we get in, depends on how many we're able to uh, spread out across uh, the, our partnership with Global Outreach. And you can go, you can send that to orange at afa.net, orange at afa.net. We will take those, we will concise, we will co- concise those, mm-hmm. and we will send those out. I've had the uh, privilege to see much of what Maurice is uh, describing today. I've been yeah. to Chennai and Mumbai. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And so I've been able to see the things that he's describing. I've been able yeah. to see, touch, and smell firsthand. It's pretty rough. <laughs> now, they've got, what, four or five different gods? Totally no. kidding. <laughs> Just <laughs> they, kidding. They have over three million gods. Yeah, yeah. Mm. They, uh, I'm totally kidding there. Yeah, in, in, in India, 
Hinduism, they have roughly three million gods, give or take. Yeah. It's hard to keep up with that. Does any one person you think actually know what every one of them? Um, or do they just make them up these, as you go? A lot of these gods are divided based on the caste system. Again. Sure. Interesting. Uh, you're, uh, so each caste have their own set of gods that they worship. And if you go into a lot of the Hindu homes, they actually have a shrine, uh, a, a small temple in their mm. home. They have a small, uh, it would be like a closet room that is here in the United States. They, ha- they have that in the center of the house and they have the gods that they worship. And usually they have a primary god and then they have many that uh, are along with that. Mm. And so, uh, yeah, and they also believe in a god called Brahma, mm. uh, who they believe that god exists everywhere and in everything. And therefore that kind of covers all bases for them at right. the end of the day. Mm-hmm. So they end up literally worshiping everything around them and mm-hmm. everything they own. Um, that's why to just to make sure one, they have one festival uh, in the year. And during that festival, they bring everything in the home in one place and they do a ritual in worship because they believe that God exists in everything. Yeah. And Maurice is an example that uh, while uh, when we fulfill the Great Commission, there are times in which God calls us to a particular location for a season or maybe, maybe even for a lot longer than just a season. But the reality is Maurice is an example of where he's a missionary <coughs> at his own hometown. Is it your hometown? Mm-hmm. Or, yeah. He's a missionary at your own hometown. So don't uh don't get too uh, ambitious looking around trying to think that a particular location is an accomplishment when God wants to use you right where you are. That's true. Yeah. In the meantime, um, so just remember that. Yeah. Um. So we all know that this year has been awesome. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Um. So in light of the pandemic and everything that's been going on, how has that affected the church and the missionaries in India? It has been very challenging. Uh, As I mentioned earlier, uh, the government that we have is very pro-Hindu and um, anti-Christian. The government has been taking advantage of this situation. Uh, India has had multiple lockdowns, and uh, there have been stories of uh, isolated people groups mysteriously disappearing during these lockdowns. Uh, a lot of people's are a lot of people are taken into these medical facilities uh, where public is not allowed and never hear back and Goodness. never see them again. Mm-hmm. And so, and uh, from the people that uh, we are in connection with, a lot of the Christian communities are beginning to disappear as mm-hmm. a result of this. Mm-hmm. So, yes, uh, the coronavirus, the pandemic, is. Uh, hurting the health of people, but also it has become a danger mm-hmm. uh, for uh, of security for isolated communities like uh, ours. Uh, and uh, many people are not going to hospitals these days because of that. Even though they know they may have the virus, they're not it's going because they're afraid for their lives. If not through the virus, mm. they're afraid they may lose their life the other way. Yeah, Because of the draconian measures or from the... Um, protocols from the government things like that yeah Mm. and that's what we've seen here in america is that what um what some have said is that some uh, you you reach a point where the lockdowns and the protocols are more dangerous than the actual virus itself if you start adding up everything keeps the public in and there's no eyewitness exactly exactly (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. well that i mean 
I mean, that on top of everything else is definitely something for our listeners to keep in mind as they're writing these letters. And a lot of these letters may end up going to India. Exactly. And, but this is, this is a kind of situation that's not just in India, not just in the U.S. It's all over the world. And, I mean, goodness, I mean, it's, it's probably affecting many, many people in ways that we cannot imagine. Um, so uh, keeping that in mind is a good thing. And I, I love the idea, again, going back to what we were talking about earlier, um, about your experience receiving these letters. I, I, I love, I loved hearing that because I'm feeling so, sometimes you do something and you do it with a group and you know that yes, there's going to be results, but then hearing about it firsthand is just, it just, it just gives that extra bit of yeah, yes, encouragement. Let's do this again. Yeah. So, um, so help us out. Yeah, absolutely. Help us out. Write a letter, send it to orange at AFA.net. Um, but again, like talking about that, that family, that family um, coming together, the family of Christ, the kingdom of God, you know, um, this is a good opportunity for our listeners. I keep thinking about how good it is for the people who are writing the letters um, to reframe their minds about the missionaries across the seas, the, the, the Christians who don't even speak English. And, the, um, and, and that's the reason we wanted to have Maurice mm, on, him absolutely. having experienced that before. When you're sitting down and you're typing this mm-hmm. out, uh, just remember... Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Try try the best you the best you can to put yourself in the situation of someone else, and I know our listening audience will do that mm-hmm. um, when you're writing that, and um, just pray over the letter. Yeah, and because um, we know that it's going to make a difference in other people's lives. Yeah, and after you've written that letter, and after you've you've had that experience of reaching out to your brothers and sisters, your brothers and sisters. Um, in Christ overseas who share no cultural background with you, who are completely different than you, yeah. except for this. When you go to church the next Sunday, and you have the same connection with literally almost everyone in that building. Yeah. Hopefully everyone in that building. Absolutely. Um, so it, it's, it's a far-reaching effect. So with about a minute and a half left yeah. here, Maurice, what are some comments or things you'd like to share with our listening audience as we conclude this project of an Orange Letter campaign? Mm-hmm. Well, uh, first of all, I thank you for having a campaign like this because uh, it means more uh, beyond words can express uh, to missionaries like us. And it's an encouragement and it's a strength. And also, as you write to us, uh, I hope we will be a source of encouragement Mm -hmm. to you. Uh, to remind you that, uh, you know, sometimes things may not go your way or you feel like your world is falling apart. Um, The Lord has sustained us as missionaries. Things have never gone the way we want with our governments, with everything that we think of in our world. But I'm alive. Uh, There have been attempts where people have tried to kill my family. Mm. And uh, God takes care of you. Everything else comes and goes, but at the end of the day, God is in control, well, and I hope amen. that'll encourage uh, the listeners yeah, as amen. well. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Encourage me. Chill bumps. Uh, me too. Yeah. <laughs> Can't see them, but they're there. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, thank you, Maurice, for being on the show with us and sharing your experiences and, and everything with us today. It was, it's been very encouraging, hopefully. All, I mean, I'm sure encouraging to our listeners absolutely. as well. Again, guys, if you want to send a letter, send it to orange at afa.net. We're looking forward to reading it and sending it on. Uh, and again, as always, continue to share truth and apply scripture, and we'll see you next week. Thank you.